Okay, Lord Marchelevi, my Adinai, my Nelashain, Adinai, Society of Toch. Okay, we're going to continue. Second year on the Indian of my Chanukah. We went to the Gemara Abyssal last time. And um, some very Gishmaka things. And we're going to continue, Bez Hashem, tonight with some also very Gishmaka, Divrei Taira, Negea to Chanukah. But. Um, on top of that, I think, Bez Hashem, first of all, I'd like to thank the sponsors of tonight's sheer and delicious chicken that everyone's enjoying. And that is first is uh, Rabbi Mrs. Yosef Koval and family in honor of the Harbatzas Torah in the shul. And he had to run out of town at the last minute, Yosef, he texted me, so he was not able to make it for the Bar Mitzvah. And um, the other sponsor is Rabbi and Mrs. Sruli Wolf, for Shalema, for Naftali Tzvi Ben Altachaya, and for Ruti Bas Yidisol Besaych Shachayli Yisrael. So that's the sponsors. Now, on top of that, as we said last week, we're trying to maybe start that the Tuesday share should be a little bit more bequeous, and we've received Baruch Hashem a sponsorship that will allow us to defray the costs. So he's getting a little nervous. He thinks he's getting a bill. Defray the costs. You're only getting billed for what you, you know, what you, what you're manad to be. Don't worry. Um, defray the course, Bez Hashem. The plan is, we're going to start a shir. It's going to be Lila Nishmas, my mother-in-law, Allah Shalom. Someone was very, when we get to start the shir, we'll say who the sponsor was. Was very generous to kick it off with a nice sponsorship that will help defray the course. We'll still have weekly sponsorships. But Lechaira, we should be able to have some type of, we're going to, Tzvi's going to work on the menu. So we'll have variety every few weeks. But, um... And I, I, the plan with Bez Hashem will be, it's going to be a halachic inyan negat to the parsha. So it'll be this time, will be a, you know, I'm not sure if it, next week's Hanukkah, we're not going to start next week. The Shalas will be the week after, Vayigash or Vayichi, I'm not sure yet. I'd like to do some pirsum with a list of the topics for the next couple of weeks, and the menu too, so that uh, we could be mefarsimit and Bez Hashem, this should go, th- we hopefully will be able to take this through the winter, and uh, with this new shir. Okay, so that's hopefully, this was... Uh, you know, a springboard for that chair. So let us now talk about Hanukkah. Bez Hashem. So, as we know, we read the Gemara last time, and they found one little flask of Shemen. So, there's a very big sugya called Shemen Nais. Shemen Nais. And what's the sugya of Shemen Nais? So there's, there's different ways of approaching it. So in the Gemara, in the back of the Gemara, there's Haggai's from a sefer called Eine Shmuel. And he writes over there, he says, I saw Ligadol Bidoireinu in his Sefer Nefesh Chaim, and that is Reb Chaim Palaji. Reb Chaim Palaji brings from the Sefer Yadei Moshe, who says that he doesn't understand something. L'chayr, the Gemara says, there's an Isr Lehonez Mimaisa Nisim. You're not a lot of benefit from things that were created out of a Nes. So he's, and he says, that not only you can't benefit from it, you can't even use it for for Hashem. Why? Because, we mentioned this last time as well, there's a concept of Mimashke Yisrael, you're only allowed to make, use for Karbanas, things that are mutter for Klai Yisrael to eat or drink. So if it's Asr for Klai Yisrael to be nanny, you can't use it for a Karban. So therefore, Zokter Chaim Palaji says he doesn't understand something. If the Shemen was created Ayyadei Neis, and there's an Isr to benefit from Maisenisim, so how could you use it in in the menorah. And now, we, if you remember from last time, we mentioned we're not so sure that this idea of Mashke Yisrael, that what's mutter, only what's mutter to a 
to a uh, to Klai Yisrael applies to the Menorah. We mentioned that Shai the last time if it applies, but he's assuming it does. So he says a Paladika thing here. So he says, the Reb Chaim Palaji says like this. He says, L'chaira, you know, we all know the base Ace of Kasha. Why is it eight days of Hanukkah? The first day wasn't an Ace. So he says, really, no. It was an Ace the first day as well. So he says, why was it an Ace the first day? He says like this. He says, what happened was, when they took the Pach Shemen that had the Shemen in it, and they poured it in to the Benaira. So what happened was, both the Benaira became full of Shemen, and the Pach also became full of Shemen. That means when you finish pouring, you had a full Menaira and still a full flask. Now the question was, and this happened every night, now the question was, which one was the nace? In other words, is the Pshat is they poured in the oil, that's normal oil, right? And the Pach refilled itself. Or maybe no, maybe the Pach remained full, and it went into the Menaira, and the Menaira filled itself up. So which one was the Maisenisim, he says. We're not sure which one was the nace. So Zakhtar Psalam de Shechidish. So he says, Dr. Chaim Palaji, the whole Isser of benefiting from Nisim is the Isser de Rabbanon. So Lechaira over here is the Suffolk de Rabbanon, which one is the problem? Is the problem in the Pach Shemen, or is the problem in the Menorah? So Memela, he says, since each one is a Suffolk, Suffolk de Rabbanon Lekula. He says, there's a problem. When you have a Suffolk de Rabbanon Lekula, they contradict each other. You can't have both Suffolk Darabonim Lakula. One of these things is a Maisenisim. I could say on the Menorah, Suffolk Darabonim Lakula. It's not the Nace. On the Pach, it's not the Nace. Well, one second. One of them is the Nace. So you can't say both. So he says, so he says, so Lechaira, my Tarets doesn't work. So he says like this. So he says, you have to say no. You have to say that really what happened here was, like the Beis Yosef said, they divided the Pach up into eight little, into eight, eight, um, I'm sorry, not eight, till seven, to se- um, um, no, into eight Chalakim. In other words, the Pach was divided to eight. The first night they put it into the Menorah, one eighth. And it lit the entire night. So he says, really, that Shemen was regular olive oil. The Shemen never became more. Again, we'll start from the beginning. The assumption was that the Shemen became more. Question is, where did it become more? It's a nace, you're not allowed to use it. Territ is like the basis have said, no Shemen became more. The Shemen that they used a little bit, it just lit for eight days. So Zakhtar Chaim Balaji, that's why there's no problem of being Nana from Mice and Isim, because the Shemen is regular oil. And we're going to explain it a little bit more in a moment. So then the Ene Shmuel who brings this doesn't like this, and he says it's not true. What? Most Midraban. The most Midraban. What? The rice should be Midraban. The Rabbanan. If you go in that Mahalik, so the whole Tumma we said last week is also only Midraban. Right? So the Chayyim being Machmer and the Rabbanan. So that the Chassam Seifer says is really the whole Nase of Hanukkah. That Hashem made the Nase, even though you're like, you're right, Midraisa, none of this stuff applied. It wasn't Dami Midraisa. There was no problems with Midraisa. But in the world of the Rabbanans, you have the Rabbanans that override the Raisa. Right? Okay. So then he says, so Rabbeinu Shmuel says, I don't understand Rabbi Chaim Palaji Shaila. He says, even if by Maisa Nisim, you're not allowed to be Nana, but Hashem for sure could be Nana. And he says, why? He says, what's the Pshat? He says, the Gemara tells us, Hashemayim Shemayim Lashem, Va'aretz Nasan Livnei Adam. 
And then it says, Lashem Haaretz Umlaya. So does the lamb belong to Hashem, or is it Nasan Lifnei Adam? So the Gemara answers, Kan Lifnei Bracha, Kan Lachra Bracha. Meaning to say, if you benefit from Ailam Hazeh without making a Bracha, then Lashem Haaretz Umlaya, you're stealing from Hashem. It's Hashem's land. Once you make a Bracha, Hashem says, you know what? Haaretz Nasan Lifnei Adam. So, he says like this. He says, but that's only things, only things that are natural things in the world. Natural things in the world, they will start off as Hashem's, you make a bracha, they become yours. He says, but things that are supernatural, like Nisim, those things belong to Hashem. Those are Shemayim. Those are, that's uh, Shemayim, Shemayim, Lashem. That belongs to Hashem. And you can never make it yours. Because it's not Ha'ar, it's not San Levene Adam. It's a Shemaim Shemaim Lashem. But since it's a Shemaim Shemaim Lashem, there's no problem of giving it to Hashem. Chaim Palaji understood if we can't benefit from it, you can't put it on the Mizbech, you can't give it to Hashem. So Ene Shmuel says it's not true. We can't benefit from it because it's not Ha'ar, it's not San Levene Adam. Because it's not Teva. Teva is ours after we make a bracha. But this stuff is a Shemaim Shemaim, if it's Shemaim Shemaim Lashem, so give it to Hashem, what's the problem? So therefore he says the whole Shiloh doesn't start Zakta Eineshmo. Now, the way, this is, now this Vart is also brought, this is a bring Reb Chaim Palaji Zasfari, we'll go to the briskers now. This, this question is also asked in the name of Reb Chaim Salavechik, Reb Chaim Brisker, where he asked it more in a real brisker way, and he said, the Torah said Shemen Zayis, olive oil. Not Shem and Nace. So even though it looks like olive oil, and it smells like olive oil, and it tastes like olive oil, but if you know that it was created through a Nace, it's not olive oil. If it's not olive oil, how could you use it? So instead of asking it in this way of, you know, it's, uh, you're not allowed to benefit from Nisa, it's not olive oil. And the answer he gives is also the same answer that Chaim Palaji gave, but also more in a brisker type of way. And that is, he says that the nace was not in the kamos, meaning in the amount of shemen. There was no added shemen here. The nace was in the echos, in the power of the shemen. Shemen, this amount, lights for usually one night. For this time, it lit for eight, for eight nights. Right? It was, well, it was kind of, right, concentrated power. You know, but nothing became more. And that's what Chaim Palaji at the end was saying. There was no Mycenaeism here that it became more that you have the question. And therefore, Chaim is saying nothing became added. There was no Shemen of Nase here. The Shemen Zayis just lasted longer. Um, Were they allowed to do that? What? They, they didn't know that Nase was going to happen the first night. So they should have put it enough. According to the Beis Yosef's kasha. Yeah. According to, well, the way the Beis said they split it up in eight days. Yeah, well, yeah that's the Chayyim Shver. According to the Chayyim, it's not as much like But they put it in oil. And then it lasted for eight days. Did it burn? It, it burned for eight days. No, they put it in oil. All in one night. Like you're saying. Because that's the mitzvah. And the Chayyim Shver. And it kept on going. And they're still there. Yeah, it kept on going. They, they put it out. Right. The Beis Yosef's question says they divide it into eight parts. That you have a question. What, what do you gain by doing that? Mm-hmm. It's better really to light the menorah one night with the mitzvah. And after that, you're an oinus. Doing this way, not. That's a kasha. They ask that kasha. The mitzvah is to go the whole night, or is it turned to run? The whole night. You have to put it in a shabbat. Okay. Now. They put enough to light the whole night in the second night and still blow Shem's eyes. Yeah, because it's just the power. There's no, there's nothing went down. Right. Power. 
What do you mean? It's clear to me. No maybe it went down a drop, maybe. That's what he's saying. It's concentrated. Yeah, went yeah. down a drop instead of going down the whole amount. But nothing got added. When you look yeah. there, you know, you didn't see anything added. There was nothing yeah. added. It just lasted longer. So right? If you make a thin wick or a thick wick, right, it'll last longer, right? Okay. Lamaisa, there's a Gansa Shiloh over here with this whole Shemin Nace business. Because Lechaira, Lechaira, um, so, so this whole idea of is if, if you're allowed to use shaman of nace in the menorah or not. So we find such a thing interesting. There's a radak in Melachim by the shaman of Elisha. Elisha told the, the, the lady to put a little shaman into the thing and keep on pouring and pouring and pouring, right? And, and it'll, it'll be... So now, so there's a radak there brings a taisafta that she asked Elisha, is all this shaman chayv and meiser or not? Now I have a ton of shaman here. Is a chayv and meiser. It's a taisafta. And the taisafta says, Elisha told her, no, it's from an ace. And it's from an ace, so it's not chayv and meiser. Now you can learn that up two ways. Reb Zevin's learning it up because shaman that's created a yidei and ace is not real shaman. It didn't grow from the ground. It's not chayv in meiser. There is another way to learn it, and that is that it's an offshoot. Really, if the original shaman she had, she had taken Meiser off of. And this just shot out of there. It was a rebuy of that shaman. So it was already gemeiser. It's not the pshat that you don't have to take Meiser off shaman created in an ace. This shaman already had Meiser taken off. So you could be madchit. Okay. But we do find, we just had in Menachas, the Gemara talks about if you have wheat that was dropped from, the, from a cloud. Right? Are you allowed to use it for, for a carbon mincha? Right? And the Gemara says that it seems you could. Now, that wheat came out your day and ace. Right? It just says it doesn't rain wheat. Right? Normally. So it means they came out your day and ace. So, but others say it's not a raya because if you look in Tysus over there, it says that it was a cloud picked up wheat in one place and like, like you know, what do they have those? And it dropped it in another place. So it was really wheat, you know. They bring also a Nesim Havias Avni Hashem Avni Miluim. Um... I'm sorry, the Targum Yainazan says that the, um, the Nesim brought Shemin Zayas from the Menorah, for the Menorah, clouds brought it from Gan Eden. So you see over there the Pshat is, the clouds just brought it. It came from a real place. They didn't drop from heaven, right? It's the same thing with the Chitim. So this goes back and forth with this Shaila of Shemin, Shemin of Nes. So just to end off this 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 uh, shtickle, and then we'll go on to the next piece. There's a word from the Imre Emes. The Imre Emes said as follows. He asked the same question, and then before he answered it, he asked another two questions. The Lashon the Gemara is, they found pach echad shel shemen. A pach of shemen. It doesn't say pach echad of shemen. A pach of shemen. It says shel shemen. It sounds like this is a pach, a pach, Shell shemen that was used for shemen. What's this word shell? See, he wants to say it sounds like it was an empty pach. Happens to be it was one that's usually used for oil. Question number one. And number two, he's bothered why was there a chasima of the Kayin Gadol? Since when? And that a lot of Mepharshim asked. Since when did the Kayin Gadol seal the shemen all the time? That's a shaila. So he says like this. He says the story was as follows. Before the Machama with the Chashmainoim, there was once a time that they took a pach that usually holds three and a half lug of shemen, and that's the amount needed for one day of lighting the menorah. And so that was the pach. 
So what they do, they took the big olive barrel, olive oil barrel, and they poured it into this. And now they know they have a pach. This is the day's worth of the pach. The problem is, as they were pouring, it never got full. And they poured some more, and they pulled some, poured some more. As they poured and they poured and they poured, there was eight times the amount of what was normally fit in there. And they said, there's something wrong over here. It doesn't make any sense. Every other night we pour into this thing, we get exactly what we need, and we're done. And tonight it's endless. Mamash like the Shunamis' Maisa. It's endless. So they said it's a Dover Pella. They said something's going on over here. So the Kayengadu sealed it with his Chaisam to know that there's something special about, about this. So he says, so he says, really, the nace here was in the Pach. The Shemen was regular Shemen. The Pach that usually holds three and a half lug held eight times as much. It was able to contain more. So that's why it says they Pach Echot Shel Shemen. The Pach is the main thing. It was a Muat Shehichzik Esamaruba. And therefore, because of that nace, it had the chaysam of the kain gadol on it. So therefore, Zakti Mayamas, this is not shem and shel nace. That wasn't the issue. This happened years ago that they took regular olive oil, but the pach happened to hold much more than it usually would hold. So that's how he answers the kasha. And this is, again, this is a yeshivish raid that goes on and on and on with a lot of rias. Bianco Cohen has a long share about it um, with rias from all over the place. And it's just uh, a very interesting thing. You see, it's the Reb Chaim Palaji has it, and, the, and the, the briskers also are very busy with it. Later on, they say that Reb David said his father never said it, it never happened. Um, so it's a question if it did happen, if it didn't happen. But it's for sure, uh, it's for sure a rate. So, the whole question based on that we can't use something for this? Rechaim Palaji, based on that, Brisker says Shem and Zayis, not Shem and Nais. What about in the Midbar, with the Mon, was it a Nais? Oh, so that's a good question, that's a good question. So that's, when you get into that, that's a Shal, so how they ever eat the Mon? Yes, that's a Shal that is asked, how they eat the Mon. Right, right, that's a Shal, you're right. So some say there's no real Issa to be Nana from Ayas and Isim. it says it's Megarea from Yuschusim. To be nana from Isanism. But, but if it's like in the midbar of a tzairik or things like that, they say the kasha never starts. You're right, 100%. Okay, let's move on to the next shikl. The hiliku mi menu. So they. In the midbar, that everything there was a mess. So it was a different time. In a regular time, you can't. Could be. Could be. Could be. So it says then they, so the Gemara says they were madlik mi menu. So now in Alanism, we say, Vihiliku neiris, Bechatsris kachacha. They lit the neiris in the chatsris kachacha, in the courtyards. Of your base Hamigdash. So the Chazam Seifer says, What's going on over here? What do you mean? You light in the Chatzar? You light in the Heichal. You light inside the base Hamigdash. Who lights out in the courtyard? Some Seifer in the Siddur and Chazam Seifer in Jeroshes. The Chazam Seifer says that the Rabbim tells us that really, as long as you prepare the Neiris in the Heichal, because the real Avoid is preparing the Neiris, you can light it outside also. If you take the Menorah out, you can light it. And once you light it outside, he gratis says even a Zar could light it outside. A Zar doesn't end up in the Heichel. He doesn't go into the Heichel or Yisrael. But outside, anyone could light it. Zuck some cipher in the Heichel it was full of Avodah Zara. The, the Yavanim had put all types of garbage in the Heichel. So they didn't want to light it over there. It says, Ufinu as They cleared it out, but that took some time. It wasn't the first night. So they took it outside. They lit it outside. And that was how it was Nispar Hanes. That's how everybody knew about it. So, Viliku Neiris Bechatzreis Kachacha. Zoizokt, the Chassam Seifer. 
Um, and with that, he answers the Kasha de Beis Yosef. Because we all know when you're outside in the wind, things burn much quicker, right? So, the, so when you're burning, when you're lighting in the Heichel, one night's worth of oil, so that will last one night. When you light it outside, so even the first night that it lasted, the whole night was a nice Zok Tichsam Soifer. So Bechatzis Kachecha is all integral to the nice. The Tshuva Meyava, who's the Talmud of the Night of Yehuda, we were by him in, uh, in Prague at his kever. So he writes that the Pshad is that um, since there was such an unbelievable simcha in the Yeshua that Klai Yisrael had, so they wanted everybody to be able to see it. So they lit Dafka outside in the Chatzor's Kachacha, where everyone should be able to see it, and even Yisrael should be able to light it, all part of the piercing of the Neis. And then afterwards, the Kehanim brought the Menaira back into the Heichel, and it stayed over there. So he says, That's where the Halakha was. Afterwards, they put it into the, into, back into the Heichel. Now, Reb Chaim Kanyevsky says that uh, they were Tameh and they didn't want to go into the Heichel. They didn't want to, we, we mentioned this last week. Were they Tameh? Were they not Tameh? Was everybody Tameh? We had the Marshal last week. But he's saying they were Tameh. And since they were Tameh, even though Tomah Hutra B'tzibur, you're allowed to go in, or Dechuyah B'tzibur, if there's no other way to do it, but why do you have to come on to that? If you have an Eitzah to, to light outside, so light outside. But then he says, Bechlal, it's not a Raya. What? This is going to take it. This is, yeah, so whenever you have these shalas, we had this last deal with the oil. They ask how they lit the oil, how they pour the oil in there. Right? I don't know. I hear. Unless you had a tar person bring it so that he could have lit it. I don't know. Now, well, the truth is, if a Yisrael was tar, right, so maybe he could go in to get it, but he's not a light inside. He's going to light outside. Maybe. I, I don't know. But then he says, Bechlal, the kasha is not a kasha, he says, because chatzer, you find. What does it say in Tehillim? B'chatzra is Beis Hashem, right? What? Which one? Kuv Zayin. Where's Kuv Zayin? Is in uh, in Ma'ashiv, right? Kuv Zayin. Is right? Right. So he said the Hashem over there is talking about. If you know what David Amal is talking about over there, it's talking about that um, in the house where the Oren was in Yerushalayim. So you see, Bchatzris Beis Hashem is where the Oren is. That's talking about the Heichal. So he says, it's not talking about the chatzer. You see the word chatzer is used for the heichel as well, Dr. B'chaim Kanyevsky. And the Avudram himself writes, there's a passage that says, Bechatzer is kodshi, that the Radak says is the Beis HaMikdash. So chatzer, we're taking chatzer, I'm sorry if took chatzer very literally. He says, no, that's not what chatzer can mean, many different things. Now, now, if you remember last week, we had the Re'eim who said that, how did they light it? L'chair, they were tamis, he says they used the stick. Right? They use the uh, a pshute kliates, they use a wooden stick, which is not makabal toma. So one of them, Mepharshim, says, the fee that, it makes a lot of sense. Because we said last week, if the guy was tummy, where do you have to stand? You have to stand outside. You have to have 135 amas of a stick. 
So v'hiliku b'chatzis kodshi. Avada the menayru was in the heichel. But where was the guy who was standing, who lit it? He was the one outside. He was standing outside because he couldn't go in because he was tamay and he didn't want to be, to be metamit. Um, and the last thing is the Baruch Shamar, which is the, um, the Makar Baruch, um, the Sefer Baruch Shamar, the, um, the, um, the, uh, the, the Aruch HaShulchan son, um, so the Sefer, the Baal of the Sefer, the Makar Baruch, he writes that they're making a mistake. Vilika Neiris Bechatzis Kachecha had nothing to do with the Menaira. That's not what we're talking about. You see, Bizman Simcha, they lit a lot of candles, like by the Simcha's base of Sheva. They have these big, tall things that they lit. So he says, Vilika Neiris Bechatzis Kachecha is all part of the Simcha of we got the base Hamikdash back, has nothing to do with the Menaira and the Nase of the Menaira. Pashibshat, Bechatzis Kachecha, in the courtyard, they had big candelabras that they made a big Simcha on. So that answers, answers that question. Now, let's go to the last question to finish off with this. So, Zok the Gemara, the Gemara finishes off. The next year, they were Kaveya and they made it into Yontif. So, everybody asks why they have to wait a year. Why not that year did they make it into Yontif? So, the Ritva right away says, well, what do you mean? The first year, they had no clue what was going on. I mean, they, they didn't know how long the nace was going to last. And you're right, as long as it lasted, it was Taka Yantif. But to now establish a Yantif, now after we know it's lit for eight days, next year we can make an eight-day Yantif. This year, we made a Yantif as long as it lasted. We couldn't say the next eight days is a Yantif. We say, okay, is today still a Yantif? Yeah, it's still a Yantif. Is it still it? Okay, tomorrow, it's the next day, every day was still a Yantif. But to make now a yontif of how many days that's the Pashup Shad only was um, was the next year. Now the Ben Yada says the interesting thing and there's the Ben Yada and there's the, it's B'Shem the Bnei Saskar as well, a similar idea and they say like this they say, the Ben Yada says, if I can find it here the Ben Yada says like this he says that um the first year they made a they made a yantif for eight days. That was pashat. But there's a shaila, and the Bnei Yisachar says there's two types of nisim. There are nisim, he says, that are one-time nisim. That Hashem is like megala his shchina his ar for a one-time thing for a Yeshua, and that's it. It happens one time, and it's over. There are certain nisim that are such a chiba to Kla Yisrael that it's not only for that time. It's invested into those days in the calendar. So next year when the calendar comes to those days again, that same Kedusha comes back. So he says like this, So Zakta Ben Yayada, the Ben Yayada and the Ben and the Bad Kaidish, which I think is uh, Rav Baral Pavarsky, explains it also in the same idea. The same idea is like this, that that year was Zichar Yantiv, that's Pashat. But the Chazal weren't sure. What type of nace is this? Is this a one-time nace? So we have Yantiv for this year and there's no Hanukkah ever in the future? Or is this a nace that's going to repeat itself Chav Hei Kislev every single year? So Lashana Acheres, the next year, when it came to the day of Chav Hei Kislev, now you could just spin this as many ways as you want. You could say, Beruach HaKadosh, they knew this. <coughs> you could say, They were Margish, the Kedusha of the day. 
And they realized that this is a nace that was not a one-time thing. This is a nace that was so hush, it got invested into the days of the calendar. So they felt it and they said, okay, now we're going to make it, Taka, into a yantif, because we know this is a yantif for the future. Which for us is Bechlal, a very important thing, and that is, and it's like all other Yom Taivim, there's Skulas Hazman. Skulas Hazman. And over here you see with Hanukkah, the whole Kavias of the Yantiv was only after they realized that there's a Skulas Hazman. He says, I think the Bnei Yisachar says the same thing with Purim. You find the other Megillus Tainis were for Nisim. You don't find that we have it for theirs. It's bottle. It's over. Right? These things remain because Chazal understood that there was such a nace it got invested into the time period. And therefore... And therefore, it was only Lashana Acheres when they realized there's Kedusha, they were able to make it into, into a, um, into a Yontif. The Briskarov says, the Briskarov says, after a year is when they were able to really understand all the chesed of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Do things immediately. Do things immediately. You don't realize everything till later. You have to start thinking about it. Be misbeinen. Even Chazal says, Bishas Maisa, we find the Lashon, Ein Balanes Makir Benisai. Balanes doesn't always realize the Nisim that he has. Only later on, when he contemplates and he thinks about it, he realizes it. So in the beginning, they didn't even understand all the Chasadim that happened in the days of the on him and all the wars and all the different things. Only a year later, a year later, they were misbinding and they said, oh, we have to talk and make a, a yontif out of it. Now, last two, um, I'm sorry, a couple more to Rutsim and then we'll finish off. The um, Rabbi Nasha Klein, he says like this, he says that um, the first year, the first year, he says really, if you look at the Gemara, the Gemara starts off my Hanukkah, we start off last week. The Gemara brings the brayz on Chafei Kislev. It's Chanukah. There's no Hespedim and no Tanesim. That's the beginning of the Gemara. And the end of the Gemara says the next year they made it a Yontif for Halavahidah. Doesn't say anything about Tanesim and Hespedim. So he says there were two things that happened here. Right after they won the war, they made eight days of Chanukah. But what type of Yontif? Very simple Yontif. No Hespedim and no fast days. Why? Because the Nes at that time was that they won the war. They didn't have to go out to war anymore. Now. What happens? Bishas Mulchama. Which was a one-day yontif. One second. No, but he said, he says, they were, Bishas Mulchama, you fast, right? And your masbid people will get killed. That's what happens during wartime. Two things. You fast when you go out to war. That we know from uh, Tainus Esther, from the days of Purim, from Amalek. You fast when you go out to war in Klai Yisrael. And number two, your masbid people who were killed. So now that we won the war, they made a yontif, and they made a yontif for two things that we don't do anymore. No more espedim and no more fasting. So that was the yontif. Now since there's seven days of Avelis, right, and there's one day of the day the person dies, the Yom HaMochama, so it's eight days of people, when you talk about Tainesim and espedim, eight days, so they made an eight-day yontif of no Tainis and no Hespid. But then, what happened during those eight days? A new nace happened. The nace of the Pach Shemen happened in those eight days. So then, that, at the end of the eight days, they said, one second, next year we got to put more into it. It's not enough just to have a yontif of no fasting and no hespedim. Now we're going to make a yontif, not just for the war, we have to make a yontif of the nace of the Pach Shemen. That yontif is a yontif for halal v'haidah. That's a different type of yontif. So he says there were two stages here. They made a yontif right away for the war, the next year, after the story of the Pach Shemin, they made a second Yantif. That's Reb Menashe 
Reb Menashe Klein. The Tzitz Eliezer gives two very Gishmaka Tarutzim, and we'll end with that. The Tzitz Eliezer says, if I could find it here, the Tzitz Eliezer, what page is it on? Oh, the Tzitz Eliezer says, oh, that's the wrong one. Oh, here we go. Tzitz Eliezer says, interesting thing. He says the first year, and he had the said. He says like this. He said the first year, everyone had lost relatives in the war. How could you make a yantif right away? Okay, you want a war, but there's people who are sad. People are in mourning. People lost. People are in pain. After a year, Avelis is over. There's shikha after a year. Then you can now make a yantif for the for the nates of what happened. But even though everyone agreed there were Nisim, but while people are in pain, you can't make a Yontif. And he used this Halacha Lamaisa. In 1967, by the Melchem Sheshes Hayamim, the Six Day War, there was a Rav of a certain Moshav that they were totally surrounded by the enemies, by the Arabs, and then they got saved. And the question was should they make a Bracha Shechayanu or Atayva Hametiv? So the Tzitz Eliezer says no. You don't make a Shechianu, you don't make a Teva Metiv. He says, what you have to do is, you'll get up, he told the Rav, you'll get an Aliyah, you'll bench Goimel, Belosh, and Rabim, Shegamalanu Kal Teiv, you'll be Mechavin to be Maitzi, everyone, and they'll answer, Mishagamal Teiv, Malteiv, Selah, and finish. And then that's how they'll be Yaitzi. And he says, it's in the days of the Chsam Seifer, there was such a Maitz as well, that. He writes this, that he was saved from some enemies or they were throwing these big uh, catapults of uh, stones at them. What do you call those things? You know, catapult. that's the word, catapult, right word? You know, and whatever it was, and they were bombarding them. And Zokta Sam Seifer, I got it Aliyah Lataira, and I said, Goy Mobilash and Rabim, everyone answered back, and that's how we're Yaitse. And Zokt, the Tzitz Eliezer says, you want to thank Hashem for the nace? No problem. Rishchaydish is coming soon. This was Chavches Iyar. Says Rishchaydish is uh, Sivan's coming. You'll be mechaven by Halal. You'll be mechaven by Halal to thank Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And he says because the Torah is Drachel Darchinoyim. Drachel Darchinoyim. People of Ma'isa died. People were killed. People are in pain. You can't get up and say Halal. You can't do such a thing. You could thank Hashem with Birchas Hagolimel. You're safe. But a Shechayanu a Toiva Ametiv not. So therefore, he says that's the pshat over here that that year they couldn't make a, a, a Yantif because even though it deserved a Yantif, but if everyone's still in pain, you can't make a Yantif. L'shana Acheres Kavum. Mamish used this for Halacha Lamaisa. What? Who was? Who? That was before that. I mean, there was some pain. I hear. I hear. So, I hear. There was this at Shira Al Yam, you mean? Okay, I hear. They didn't have pace up the first year, Sukkot's first year. Again, that wasn't easy. Okay, I hear. His second tarot is, he says, interesting tarot. The Ramban writes in Parshas Devar, in Parshas Vayichi, Lo Yasser Shevet Mihuda, O Mechaikik Mivain Raglov, Aki Yavay that the the, um, the Ramban says that when Yaakov Avinu gave the bracha to Yehuda, that means there's a halacha that 
kings after Shaul, kings could only come from Shevet Yehuda. And he says, a very famous Ramban, he says, we find that the Hashmenoim, Lamaisa, they got a very big punishment, and they all got killed out, right? It says, except for one, uh, there was one, one, one girl was left, she jumped off the roof, and she said, that if anyone says from Beit Hashmenoi, they're an Evid, because they're Avadim, their slaves rebelled against them, killed them all out, and anyone who claims from the Beit Hashmenoi, really an Evid. Zerban says, why do they have such a terrible, terrible Einish? Because they were over on the Isser of Yaakov Zavinu, Leoser Shevet Miuda. They can't be a Melech. You're Kaihanim. Kaihanim remain Kaihanim. Not Malchus. And he writes, if not for them, Nishtak Chotayra Misrael. Ramban writes, if not for the Kashmanaim, Kleiso was such a bad spiritual state in the times of Hanukkah, if not for them, Torah would have been forgotten. And even so, he calls them, they were Chasidei Elyon. But Lamai said they were over on this. So, that's the Lashon Ramban. So, Mamela, Zokta, Tzitz, Eliezer, and other Teretz. He says, the Lechaira, they had a problem over here. They weren't sure what to do. Should they make a yantif or not make a yantif? Make a yantif on one hand, they won the war. On the other hand, Chazal looked at the Hashmanayim and said, Lamaisa, you took over the Malchus, that's not such a good thing. So they didn't, weren't sure what to do. So it says that they, they tumbled over this Shiloh for a whole year. A whole year, Kalayisa was tumbling over Shiloh, figuring out which one is it. Do we make it? Lamaisa, they were Chasidei Elyon, the Shtachatar Yisrael, or not? And they came out that Lamaisa, you should make a Yontif. And he's Moisif, and he says, why they come out? Because they found an Asmacht in the Torah. Well, Lamaisa, we find that it says, Because Aaron HaKayan felt bad about, he wasn't part of the Nesim. So Hashem says, don't worry, you'll have the Menorah that's even longer. The Ramban tells us, what do you mean longer? The Menorah also only lasts as long as the Avaita. No, the Nase of Hanukkah is going to happen through your children. So once they saw a smach that this nace of Hanukkah was already foreseen by the Torah, by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, by Aaron HaKayin much earlier, they realized that Lamaisa, this is something that Hashem really wants to happen, and therefore there should be a ne- there should be a yontif for it. If the Hashem are going to get their punishment, that's Hashem's cheshben down the line. So that's what he says. B'Sha'as Maisa Chazal were unsure what to do. Took them a year <coughs> to tumble through the Shaila and the Rabbi Shalom was Megala to them, this Asmachta that they found, and Lashana Acheris, they said, you know what? This is what the Rabbi wants. They were Kevet as a Yantif. So we should bez Hashem Bizaycha, as we said from the, all the different Mepharshim. The R of the Yantif of Hanukkah is very soon, those days are coming, and the Kedusha that was invested in those days are something we could tap into. And bez Hashem, we should be to see the Nisim by Yomim Mohaim, Bazman Azar.